This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, what are you doing? I'm not, I'm not going to be on the mic this this week. No, that, that makes it... Uh, it's, we're going green. What, what do you mean? One microphone, half the energy. That microphone's still plugged in. Don't unplug the microphone, Tim. And my name's Tim. Tim, there's. I was a... trying to go green this week, Tom. <laughs> well, I consider myself uh, an environmentalist, an arborist. I like the trees. Oh, so that's a specific type of environmentalist. Yeah, like the Lorax. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say I was reading a thing today about um, this new uh, theme park ride. It's a Walking Dead theme park ride, and. Uh, they harness your screams to power your phone, to charge your phone. Wait, what the hell is this? Where is this? Uh, it's at a theme park like in, uh, I think it's in Surrey, like right outside uh, London. It's not far. We should go there next time. Tom Cruise's daughter? <laughs> no. Uh, no, S-U-R-R-E-Y. Oh. Now that sounds, I don't want to go there. You don't want to go to a, an English theme park? Well, it sounds like it's in a very downtrodden <laughs> town. <laughs> Do they not have you electricity there? Everything that's not London is downtrodden and also London I think a London bit. is like <laughs> mostly downtrodden as well. Um, but uh, I read this whole article Bunch about- Bunch of street urchins there in London. About, well, it's just the orphans. Yeah, they just want to- they want to get porridge. They just want more gruel, please. Yeah. Um, but I read this whole article where they're like, oh, yeah, they're, uh, they're harnessing screams, and then they're using that energy. You can plug in your phone and charge your phone. Like, that's not real. Yeah. That's not a thing. Somebody, some uh, some overzealous reporter got bamboozled. Yeah, I'm reading this whole... It was, like, pretty long, and... Um, I'm just thinking to myself, you didn't ask any follow-up questions about, wow, yeah, can we use this technology, this technology for... works. Um, I went on a Walking Dead attraction, Tom. Oh, at Universal, Universal Studios. Yeah. Hollywood, you know what it was called? The Walking Dead. Close. The attraction. It was very close. It was uh, the Walking Dead attraction. Oh, okay. <laughs> why, would they, why wouldn't they just come up with a name? It seemed like something happened. <laughs> And they had to very quickly. It's like quickly, a legal thing. Yeah, they very quickly had to be like, "Oh crap, we had to rename this." Yeah. In the next thirty-five seconds, and you can't just call it The Walking Dead because people might think it's a TV show that they're yeah, coming to see. Exactly. So for legal reasons, instead it was just uh, like teens and bad zombie makeup that would actually grab you and <laughs> bite. Yeah, biting teens. I got bit so hard that, I turned into a zombie myself, Tom. Uh, Beyonce just got bit by somebody. Yeah. At this time, we do not know who. I'm so sick of hearing about that. <laughs> How badly could Beyonce have gotten bit? I don't think she even claimed that. And uh, who is it, Tiffany Haddish, that yeah. uh, said mm -hmm. she got bit? Uh, I don't think she even claimed that Beyonce got bit that bad. Yeah, but everybody's like, who bit Beyonce? Who can I get bit all the time. <laughs> Tim. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Beyonce can't get bit in the face once in a while like the rest of us. Well, that's why. Bring her down to earth. It's what I say. I get bit 15 times on the way to work every day. 15 times? Yeah. Tim, where do you work? Uh, 
The Walking Dead attraction. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say the Mouth Factory. <laughs> the Mouth Factory? Yeah, I don't know. It's a mouth Is that like a, a serial killer's lair? <laughs> anyway. In your apartment? How are you doing this week? I'm doing good, Tom. Speaking of Siri, mm-hmm. um, I... We weren't speaking of Siri. Yeah, that's where the Walking Dead thing Surrey. is. All right. Whatever. Uh, I don't use Siri on my uh, phone. Wow. But I saw... Be- well, because you're green. Yeah, exactly. It uses less uh, battery. Mm-hmm. That I have to charge my phone less frequently because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about my. Uh, it's all about the trees, Tom. Yeah. Uh, and getting another car off the road, right? Uh, I was in a bookstore, Tom, in Williamsburg, New York City, Brooklyn. Well, that must be hell for an arborist like you. It's like walking through a, a goddamn morgue. Yeah, it's like the Walking Dead attraction. Uh, <laughs> In a different way. It's like the Walking Dead attraction came to life. Exactly. And then died again. And then died again, became undead. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I saw the most insufferable man walking around. Uh, it was in Williamsburg. Is this just going to be like a long joke about how you saw me walking down the street and didn't say hi? No. Oh, all right. God. No, this was a guy that like is like uh, exactly what you would hate about Williamsburg and like 2011 kind of is he's like a throwback jerk (laughs) where he's like hey maybe my particular brand of dunce will come back into style soon um and he was walking around the bookstore which is kind of small reading a book just pacing around (laughs) is that like a a territorial thing yeah i don't know he almost bumped into me a couple times and he was 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 like my age and he was like uh, 17 yeah 17 18 uh was it a book that belonged to the bookstore, or he yeah. brought his own book to the bookstore? I don't, you know what? I here's the thing: was I made dog-eared? the assumption that it was his own book. Hmm. I, I made the assumption that it was the bookstore's book, but you bring up a good point. No, um, but then he took out his phone, his yeah. iPhone, mm-hmm. and this I need to ask you because you're more of an Apple uh, expert than I am. Hmm. Uh, and he said to Siri, "I wrote it down." He said, uh, <laughs> "It went like boop boop." Right, uh-huh. the the noise that Siri makes, and and he said to Siri, "I made it clear this is a confidential matter that was not to be taken to the building management," and then went boop boop, and then put it back in his pocket. What was he doing? He could have been doing. There's like a speech to text uh, thing, you know, on the keyboard. There's like a microphone button. He. Here's the thing. He was reading his book. He just picked it out and hit the button. Like, he took his phone out. He wasn't, like, in an app doing some stuff. Okay. I think he was telling Siri that. I think he was <laughs> mad at Siri. Huh. I, what, what, what did he say again? I told the landlord. I made it clear this is a confidential matter that was not to be taken to the building management. Guys like that always have things like this going on, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like disputes. Disputes with the management of I've their I've never buildings. had anything that I've had to tell anybody, this is a confidential matter. Yeah. What, what, oh, maybe uh, he clogged up the toilet with, you know. Building management like needs real... to know that. Otherwise, they can't deal with it. Do you call your super every time you clog your toilet, Tom? Tim, if I called my super every time I clog the toilet, the guy would have to move in. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, guys like that, they always have some kind of a... Uh, I hope you're a... never successful, Tom, <laughs> and here's why. Because I don't want you to ever get like uh, super successful where you get like uh, you have a staff or like a maid or uh, an assistant or uh-huh. something. Because like that person's life will be a nightmare, a living hell, that... a regular Walking Dead attraction. Tim, I, in some ways, in a lot of ways, I consider you my assistant. And you're doing okay. I like to think of myself as your intrepid sidekick. Yeah. And it's it's fine. Yeah, but when you like, I don't know. The only reason I say this is because like, look, your bathroom habits are well documented to be disgusting, gross. Tim, you're opening up Pandora's box. I don't know if you want to do that. What? Because the last time you were at my apartment... You spent quite a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah. So? What were you doing in there? What do you think I was doing? I know what you were doing. I was eating all your toothpaste, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, and I need that to brush my teeth. Yeah, but then you shouldn't buy that delicious minty flavor. They only sell it in mint flavors. Uh, Some of them have cinnamon, and guess what? Don't get the cinnamon either, because I'll eat that (laughs) even even more. Even more, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They should make... Uh, toothpaste in different flavors than just like mint flavors. I was trying to think. I'm like, how come? Uh, how do we decide like uh, toothpaste? It should taste like this one type of plant. Well, what would make you feel grass flavored? No, that would that make you feel it like would you smell ate grass. nice. It might make you sneeze if you have allergies. Tom, can I say something that'll make you blow your mind? <laughs> make me blow my mind. Yeah. <laughs> It'll. Cause me to kill myself? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, the uh, I don't even use mint toothpaste. Baking soda. Arm and Hammer. Ooh, you know what? Baking soda toothpaste is good. I always forget about it. A little too foamy. I think we can all agree. But still. No, but then you can come out of the bathroom like, I have rabies. <laughs> of course. That's what I do. My <laughs> wife loves it. Uh, oh, side note. My, le- my, my wife left me. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, she finally... Probably unrelated to the rabies gag. Yeah, she finally thought you have rabies. Oh, yeah, I actually got rabies. Oh, you got rabies. Then I bit her face and gave her rabies. (laughs) Normally, you have to cut off somebody's head to tell if they have rabies or not. Is that true? It's true for animals. I don't know if it's true for humans. (laughs) I think it's true for animals just because it's easier. I think most medical procedures are easier if you just cut something's head off. What do you look for? Rabies in in the head. In the brain. I think it goes in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a cure for rabies? Or is it like the summertime blues and there's no cure for it? Hey, Tom? Yes. Hooray for Hollywood, right? Hooray for Hollywood. Da-da-da-da, Hollywood. Tom, all the stars are out tonight yeah. to pay tribute to Hollywood's uh, brightest shining star. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man behind the camera, sometimes in front of the camera. The genius uh, behind a lot of blockbusters. And uh, failures as well, but fewer failures than blockbusters. He's got a a positive batting average. Yeah. And uh, the man Mm -hmm. who puts Mark Ryland in a a lot of movies these days, (laughs) you know him, you love him, Steven Spielberg, (laughs) where... We're uh, we're celebrating the work of Steven Spielberg this week. Little Steven. 
little little Steven no, uh little Steven yep uh the director um who uh broke onto the scene oh i didn't know he directs steven spielberg little steven yeah St- little steven is not he's kind of a big guy i think maybe in the 70s he was like a wiry nerd but like these days he's like no, I mean, yeah, he's, he's put he's on some weight, I'd but say, he's I'd still. Say, I'd say he's regular Steven, if anything. How, nah, how tall he's do always, you think he is? Little Steven's always little Steven to me. You hand that, you hand that man uh, his bandana and a guitar, and you just let him go. I don't know that I've ever seen him in a bandana and a guitar. I don't think you've ever seen him not wearing a bandana, unless uh, except in Maybe Sopranos, he neck, wears like a wig. In, the Sopranos, yeah. When he, he runs uh, Bada Bing, where the uh, the 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 ladies dance. I'm at, I'm at a loss here, Tom. I don't know. Wait, we're talking about Steven Spielberg, the film director, the producer of Animaniacs. Oh, what I happened? I was I thought. Oh, he was little here. Steven. I thought Steven that was Van Zant from the E Street Band. Yeah. Oh, no. I've I've just done a lot of research about little Steven. We, Are you sure they're not the same guy? Steven Spielberg yeah. is a different guy. No, from I think Steven's I think that's and. like I'm, a I'm, like a a, a a stage name. No, I'm a hundred percent certain of this. Because little I know, Steven's I know who, not his real name either. That's a nickname. Yeah, no, no, it's it's Steven Van Sant. Did you not even know his name was Steven Van Sant? Um, Did you just know him as little Steven? Do you think anybody named Steven, you automatically just assume somebody's talking about Steven Van Sant? I don't only know him as little Steven, Tim. I also know him as Miami Steve, uh, Silvio, and Stevie Van Zant. Miami Steve? Miami Steve. That's another popular nickname for him. Okay. I don't know much about Steven Van Zant. Um, Oh, well, I'll tell you a little bit about him, Tim. Um, even though he wasn't in the E Street Band at the time, Van Zant stopped by the studio during the sessions for Born to Run and made an immediate contribution. On the spot, he came up with the horn part for one of the album's most popular songs and joined the group on its subsequent tour. What what song did he come up with? The Born horn? to Run. I mean, the guitar doubled that. He wasn't in the E Street I Band think. at that point. No, he wasn't. It might have been the horn part for another one of the album's most popular songs. It's not very specific. Yeah. He's a man of mystery, little Stevie. That's why it's so hard to find stuff about him. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. Little Steven. Sorry, I'm mixing up with uh, his other nicknames. No, no. Little Stevie was little Stevie Wonder. Yeah, but now he's big Stevie. But we're not talking about either of them. We're talking about the the luminary, uh, the film legend, Steven Spielberg. Uh, broke out onto the the scene uh, really with with Jaws was his first uh, blockbuster. Probably that's probably little Steven came up with that too. It's not dun. the score. Well, yeah, because listen, dun 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 It it goes right into it. it does kind of go right into it. <laughs> I'll give you that, but like, I don't know Tim. If you're telling me that these people, Little Steven and Steven Spielberg, aren't the same person, I think maybe you need to look closer. Maybe they are. 
Okay. Well, Steven Spielberg. Friends with, uh, uh, what's his name? That did all the special effects. He could surely whip him up uh, uh, some prosthetics for tour. What are you talking about? What guy who does all the special Stan effects? Winston. Who's Stan Winston? He does all the special effects. Stan Laurel? No. Laurel and Hardy? No. Stan Winston. He did. He does all the special effects. Look him up. We've prepared for two very different shows this week, Tom. Yeah, well, it appears so, Tim. I guess uh, uh, my segment about Lil Steven's Underground Garage, a syndicated radio show on uh, uh, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, it, it just doesn't have a place in this uh, this particular episode. When Steven Spielberg's marriage to Amy Irving came to its bitter end, a judge Ooh. awarded Irving $100 million after disregarding a prenuptial agreement that had been written on a napkin, the 1989 divorce settlement is considered one of the costliest in American history. I think maybe the only thing that could possibly be more insulting than a prenup, which I don't think is necessarily insulting, but like a delicate thing is to write it on a napkin. <laughs> be like, here, sign this. Yeah. Look, I'm going to do this like... Uh, Kind of, like I'm gonna do this thing where you kind of need to tread lightly and really talk about it, yeah. and I'm gonna do it in the most slapdash haphazard way. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I'm panicked about this. Yeah, I'm gonna write on a napkin. Uh, it, it's mine. You can't take it. Now here, sign. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that that's why he had to join the E Street Band. That that's why he wasn't in the E Street Band yet. I mean, but that then, was 1989, Tom. But then times were tight. Well, the E Street Band came back. Oh, so they... Reformed. He was probably behind them <laughs> being like, hey, we should get the band back together because, you know, this guy, he's at 100 mil. Steven Spielberg, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, really kind of got his start. He directed the series premiere mm-hmm. of Columbo. Really? I don't yeah. think I knew that. Uh, and... Let's let's be let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. There were a couple TV movies before this, oh, but okay. then it went to series, and they were like, "Get this young uh, this young buck mm-hmm. uh, Spielberg in here. He'll know what to do." And get, God damn it, he did know what to do. Yeah, and uh, this is why uh, Peter Falk is uh, our most beloved, disheveled detective. Detective who pretends he's dumber than he actually is. Yeah. What they don't make TV movies really? I guess all they make are TV movies now, actually, like with Netflix and stuff. Um, yeah, I guess so. I Lifetime actually, started doing uh, it. Yeah, uh, but like the networks, stuff. the networks don't make TV movies anymore. No, the no, broadcast. No, you remember the uh, the in the nineties, all the cool ripped from the headlines TV. Yeah, movies? Yeah, they were they would just churn a movie out. Amy Fisher and Joey Buttafuoco. Yeah, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. That's where uh, the joke. Uh, you know, uh, uh, watch this on the news and movie at 11. Wait, what? That was like a joke they would say sometimes in like cartoons, maybe. Not old cartoons, but newer cartoons like The Simpsons. They'd be like, uh, more about this story on the news and then the movie at 11. I guess it wasn't meant to be the movie's going to be about the news story. That's the way I took it. It's even funnier. Yeah. It's funnier though. I should have been in those writers' rooms. I actually saw a thing with uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, unrelated to my research, because I didn't realize uh, that these were the same men. Yeah. Um, that 
uh, he was arguing for Netflix movies not being eligible for Oscars. And he was like, they should be eligible for Emmys. They're TV movies. And like, he wasn't saying it in a disparaging way. He yeah. was just like, no, they don't play them really in movie theaters. It's a TV movie. And now we know that, you know, he's not being disparaging at all. He, well, I guess he didn't do a TV movie. Well, Duel was a TV movie, right? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and it was a, uh, it was, a, what, a Stephen King? Thing? Stephen King short story? Yeah. yeah. That kind of came, like, right after his, right on the heels of uh, his Columbo series premiere. Yeah. And they were like, get him uh, to do a King, another Stephen, but this is a PH, not a V. Right. And P- he, a, a lot of people don't realize he was conflicted about that. About what? <laughs> Steven Spielberg's like, ah, I like guys that are named Steven, but it's a uh, it's S T E V E N. Right. That, I don't think well, I have anything in common with this guy S T E P H E N. Yeah. That's why he chose uh Steven Van Zant as his alter ego alias. Um I don't think that's true. Tom, here's something you're gonna like. Yes. About Steven Spielberg. I bet when uh before he, you said he did duel right on the heels of uh, uh, Columbo. Mm-hmm. He probably got a real nice recommendation from Pierre Falk, who said, "There's just one thing this guy does understand, and that's directing." If I were Peter Falk giving Steven Spielberg an award, that's what I would say. Bring the, you could give bring I mean, the house down. You could he could say that about anybody. <laughs> There's just one thing this guy does understand, and then say Direct. what their specialty is. Like he could be giving like uh, like a position of the the year. Yeah, being a doctor. Yeah, There's one thing he does understand: medicine. Yeah, that's probably why he would get he he's uh, given out so many awards. Okay. Did you, uh, he had a, uh, glass, a eye. glass eye. I always <laughs> thought that was just a character choice he made for Columbo. Hey, things can be both sometimes. Yeah. So uh, then he made the Sugarland Express, and then I think after that came Jaws, um, which was a movie that everybody knows. We don't need to talk about it. But... I don't know if I've ever actually seen Jaws like front to back. Jaws is a good movie, Tom. Uh, back in the days when uh, DVDs were first hitting the scene, mm-hmm. it was long after Jaws came out. Jaws came out in 1974. <laughs> yeah. At least 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I would say around 98, mm-hmm. I really started getting into going to my local blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Getting Even the though they didn't have an adult film section? Yeah, Tom. I didn't I didn't want to get an adult. Uh, w- there was one DVD player in my house. I couldn't watch adult <laughs> films in the, in the family room. Oh, time. I would always, yeah, suggestion box up front. I, uh, every time I went, I'd leave him at about an adult film section, put it in, you can add, and I'd put in another leave your note. phone number. You can, you can, uh, get one, get some of those, uh, beads to hang down to coordinate off. Maybe if you had provided the beads, they'd be like, well now, well, now I we're made of money. I'm just going to get Blockbuster, a huge corporation beads. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, Man, I was like you thirteen. Spend money to make money. I was like thirteen years old, man. I don't even know where I would have gotten those beads. Yeah, Mardi Gras, probably. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to. Then you give wouldn't a need the adult movies. Year old boy yeah, exactly. beads. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember? Because uh, you know we grew up in the same uh, hometown. The videos. Grew up in the same home. You can tell her. <laughs> the same group home. Uh, the. Uh, uh, video store, uh, uh, Golden Video. Golden Video, yeah. yeah. 
they had an adult film section. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because when I was little, I didn't know what it was. And I'd be like, I want to go through the beads. And I'd always get like grabbed, like, right, like, absolutely, like, you don't, don't ever go in there. Uh, Which made me even more curious about what was in there. Yeah. Uh, that was when you had to, like, buy a membership to a, a yes. video store. And my mom had this great joke when uh, Golden Video closed. <laughs> yeah, clear your throat, get it ready. Uh, they sold me a lifetime membership to uh, their video store, uh-huh. Golden Video did. Mm-hmm. They just didn't specify whether it was my lifetime or theirs. I think I remember hearing that joke when she co-presented with Peter Falk at a, an awards ceremony. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Brought and down then, the house. And then Peter Falk said, there's just one thing this proprietor of Golden Video doesn't understand. Yeah. Uh, a what business. a lifetime is. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Or running a, a successful Yeah. I business. mean, wait, what was your mom's joke? It, she didn't, uh, they didn't specify whether it was uh, oh, her lifetime, my lifetime or, theirs. or theirs. I mean, it seems kind of obvious who would be theirs. Yeah. She expects, you can't like, guarantee, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and if you're if your mom gonna be six more decades of this lady, yeah. What do you what do you think? Well, and we're it, gonna try our best not to go out of business. Well, and if she passed away unexpectedly, the video store is gonna close. <laughs> no, but her membership ends. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. the membership ends. Yeah, yeah. I think, mean, I think you within be an able... hour they'd be at your house taking <laughs> it away. Yeah, I mean, they'd be right to do so. Yeah. All right, give it up. Enough with the crying. Give up the membership. So, Tom, he was hot shit at the time, right on the heels of Jaws. Yeah. Uh, guess what he wanted to make? He optioned Money. a book mm-hmm. and got his friends, uh, Walter Hike <laughs> and <laughs> Gloria how is, Katz. How is it spelled? <laughs> I think I'm right. Wait, Willard Hike? Spell it. H-U-Y-C-K. H-U-Y-C-K. Hyuk? No, no, that would be H-U-H-Y-U-C-K. We all know that as uh, Goofy's catchphrase. Hyuk? Yeah. Hyuk, hyuk, hyuk. I think this is... (laughs) (laughs) And Gloria Katz, they they wrote American Graffiti, Tom. Mm. Um, And Steven Spielberg wanted to uh, write the treatment for this book he optioned called... Flushed with Pride, the story of Thomas Crapper. And it was about the invention of the toilet. (laughs) Oh, man, that would have been the end of his career immediately. Or he'd be the he'd be even bigger than he is now. Yeah. And he he was like, no, no, this is going to be it's going to be a great movie. It's going to be hilarious. And his agent Mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't let him do it. And he said. He sat him down, and Steven sat Spielberg. Down the you and I watched some some videos of Steven Spielberg today when he was a young, brash uh, yeah. boy taking uh, Hollywood by storm. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a, a bit of like a like a goofball idiot a little bit, right? Yeah, I was gonna say actually uh, with with uh, the tale you just told, it kind of seems like he like directed uh, a few things okay. And then did Jaws, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, blew the doors off the place. Right. And then somehow was, like, prevented from flaming out spectacularly. Yeah, by his, his agent who said, Stephen, if this is the kind of movie you want to make, I don't want to represent you. Oh. 
And Steven was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Oh, please take me back. Oh, agent. <laughs> so he did, and then he made close encounters of the third kind instead. I don't think I've ever seen that either. Yeah, I haven't. But it's about like aliens. I, f- I feel like you would like it. Yeah, it's got that bum, 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 bum. Probably also written by little Steven. Tom, nothing. They've never crossed paths. It sounds like they have. Why? Because because of... uh, Steven Spielberg has mu- music in his movies. Yeah, and you said he only likes uh, working with people named Steven, with spelled with a V. Uh, yeah, a lot That's of true. like hot tunes uh, in both movies. I wouldn't say there's a lot of hot Think tunes. about uh uh bum 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 What the what is that that's, even singing? That's the the close encounters of the third kind when they're trying to play music to the aliens okay. to tell them what music is. Mhm. Bum 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 I don't know what this sounds that's like in your head. Born in the USA. I don't it, know what that sounds oh, like in your head. It Tom. all makes sense. These two things go right into each other. Musically, it's all there. The clues. Do you think this is something they've been keeping under wraps? Yeah. Told you he's got Stan Winston helping him out. Put on the little Stevie, uh little Steven. Wait, they're the same guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. Not Stan Winston. Right. Maybe Stan Winston. Who knows? If anybody uh is in a position to uh, make themselves up to look like somebody else would be Stan Winston, who's now dead, but maybe not. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look. Well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... You can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I, I tried could, some of this. I could use that. 
Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. All right. We're talking about Steven Spielberg this week mm-hmm. on Spielberg Week. I guess more S- Steven Week. St- yeah. Steven Week here at the Complete Guide to Everything. There should be a yearly Steven Week. <laughs> yeah, we should. Next year on Steven Week, we should coordinate better on which Steven it's going to be. Well, in a lot of ways, it's the same Steven. <laughs> I don't think you're right about this. I think they're two totally different guys. How tall is Steven Spielberg? You know what? That's something you can ask Siri, Tom. Hey, Siri, how tall is Steven Spielberg? Oh, she's uh, really having to think about it. She might be calling... Steven Spielberg is 5'8". Hmm. I, I'd, I'd Wouldn't... expect he was a uh, six-footer. No. Would you maybe say he's a little Steven? How tall is Steven Van Sant? Five foot seven. Do you know this for a fact? Yeah, I know. Oh, this for of a course, fact. if you do research on somebody, you are so obsessed with height. It's... His name is Little Steven. I want to know if he was actually little. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Would you say I was like, little? I was like, five. Uh, five, five seven isn't like it isn't little, like little. That's little. not his defining uh, uh, feature, right? Uh, no, they should call him Bandana Steven. Yeah, or like something like Miami Steven. No, they call him Miami Steve. <laughs> or what? What was it? Yeah, Miami Steve. Miami Steve. Miami Steve is a little more laid back than little Steven. Yeah. I don't know. Is that laid back? Yeah. Everybody Miami's, on Miami's all on cocaine all the time. Miami Steve's got his mirrored glasses on, uh, a Mai Tai in hand, and he's uh, heading out to the club. Yeah, that's not laid back. It is the way he does it. Okay. Look, you, you <laughs> obviously know more about little Steven Van Sant than I do, and by extension, Miami Steve. <laughs> yeah. And also Silvio. That's his other uh, nickname. Well, I mean, that was his name on The Sopranos. But they call him that in IRL nowadays, too. No, they don't. They do. It was on the freaking internet. <laughs> well, it's got to be true. They said people in real life call him Silvio. Silvio That's yeah. what you read on the internet? It was under his aliases. Yeah, no, it's a character he played. Yeah, but they don't put under, like, Tom Hanks's alias, Forrest Gump. Alias? What, yeah. where, where are they listing somebody's alias? It's right there in the bio, in the, like the right-hand part. What bio? On Wikipedia. Oh, okay. They always have aliases in there. I don't know if that's true. It is true, especially if somebody's wanted for a crime. Yeah, well, yeah, but Wikipedia doesn't have very many entries for wanted criminals. Yeah, they do. They have tons. Really? Sure. I'm sure everyone on the FBI top 10 most wanted list is on there. Yeah, but little Steven isn't <laughs> just, just isn't in the FBI top book. I mean, I guess that wasn't the point I was making. No. Uh, after Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, Steven Spielberg made uh, 1941, 
with yeah. John Belushi, mm-hmm. um, who I like to call the lesser Belushi. <laughs> uh, based on a script from, uh, what's his name, that wrote uh, Back to the Future. Who, Robert Zemeckis? Not Robert Zemeckis. Uh, God, what Bob I... Gale? Bob Gale, yeah. Bob right. Gale wrote 1941. Yeah, so did Robert Zemeckis. They wrote it together. Yeah, I know. That's what, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Why Why Jeez. is this so contentious? I don't know, man. Because you're... You, you keep correcting me on things, yeah. even though I did the research. I did all the research. You did research on the wrong guy, Tom. Did you know that in the past few years, he's branched out into movies and theater? In 2012, he created an acclaimed Broadway show called The Rascals, Once Upon a Dream, in which 60s hit makers, The Rascals, gave their first public performance is in 40 years. I remember that because he did a Kickstarter for it, Tom. A year later, he reunited with Sopranos creator David Chase to serve as an executive producer and music supervisor of Not Fade Away, a movie about a garage rock band in the mid-60s. I remember that movie because everybody loved it, and it was well-received. And everybody says the new Sopranos. Yep. Um... I saw Bobby from The Sopranos at a Yankees game one time. Hey, did you go, hey, Bobby? I gave him a thumbs up. Yeah. Steven Sharippa. And did he go, what do you give me a thumbs up for? What is that about? Do you know what guy I'm talking <laughs> no, about? I don't. Okay, yeah. I'm just doing a generic <laughs> Sopranos character. Okay. Look at this guy. Give me a thumbs up like he knows me or something. That's not. Hey, Tone. Hey, Tone. Hey, Tone. Well, he was very sensitive. Oh, I say big see. guy. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. But not about the now. big P word. Don't like that guy. Uh, 1941 was a bit of a flop. Steven Spielberg himself said wasn't funny enough. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He took credit. He t- he I, he <laughs> took the blame. He takes the credit. He takes the blame. That's what I like about yeah, Steven but Spielberg. he's saying it's not funny enough. The jokes are in the script. And the soup is in the pudding. The soup is in the pudding. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> after that, your favorite uh, movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, That's not my favorite movie. What? No, I think my favorite Indiana Jones is Last Crusade. Yeah. It's certainly the one I've seen the most. Well, he only directed that one because uh, he thought the Temple of Doom was so bad Mm. That he was like, I gotta make it up to this character. He felt he owed it to uh, Harrison the Indiana... Ford. No, no, no. The the the, uh, the character that Harrison Ford was. Playing. Oh, it's not a real person. I know Steven Spielberg <laughs> doesn't know that though. That's probably he why thinks he's so it's good all at real. Yeah. At uh, you know, coming up with these worlds. Yeah, he's a he's not well. <laughs> no, I told you. At the very least, he's got split personality disorder. Why do you say that? Oh no, he's not he's not Steven Van Sant. He's not that he he shrinks an inch and then goes on tour. <laughs> look, if you look at Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's if tour you look schedule. At Steven Van Sant when he's playing guitar, he's always like hunched over the guitar, making himself look a little smaller. That's true. I'll concede that. But how do you explain these movies that Steven Spielberg directs mm-hmm. take a lot of time? To 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 make mm-hmm. he's in Stephen Van Sant's out on the road so, like every and, night you well, see him out there. And Steven Spielberg's movies often take place in exotic locations. 
So you're saying? Yeah. If if every Steven Spielberg movie took place in L.A., sure, you'd have a point. But Tim, they take place all over the world. Uh, the example you just gave, the Temple of Doom, they filmed on location at the Temple of Doom. I don't think they did. I think they probably filmed that in Los Angeles. Mm, I don't know. E.T. the extraterrestrial. Yeah. Why That's... did they? Why didn't they just call it E.T. Because uh, people were probably like, uh, what is that? ATM, the automated teller <laughs> machine. Well, nowadays everybody knows what an automated teller machine is. Uh, But in the old days, I bet a lot of signs didn't just say ATM because people would have gone, ATM, what the hell is that? I don't know what that is. And then they get a little closer and underneath the subtitle would say automated teller machine. They'd be like, ah, it's a fortune telling machine. Yeah. But guess what? They'd be wrong. Not always. That's true. Sometimes it'll be like, uh, it, it literally does tell you your fortune, whether you like it or not. Yeah, here's your fortune. Uh, it's going to be a bad day. You're broke. Yeah. Uh, your fortune isn't quite a fortune. It's only $57. Yeah. Call that a fortune. <laughs> Sassy machines. Yeah. Well. Uh, E.T. is another one that I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. I've seen all of it, I'm sure. But... um. I don't know if I've ever. You've you've seen it. It's that like uh, that like alien that has like. I know what it is. I've seen his finger glows, but I certainly haven't sat down to watch all of it. Yeah, you know this movie, Tom. Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I love Reese's Pieces. Yeah, Elliot. Elliot. Uh, You know, one time, uh, Et said my name. Tom. Tom. Yeah, when I was riding a bike past him. Mm At Universal Studios, Florida. You think he did the same thing in Hollywood? Yeah. I don't know if I went on the one in Hollywood. That's a fun ride, though. I like that ride. It's not in Hollywood anymore, I'll tell you that much. What? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't think it was ever in Hollywood, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. We should refer back to our Universal Studios, uh, our comprehensive If only we had the technology, too. Yeah. Uh, Tom, after E.T., Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, the movie, not the part that. Yeah, that Vic Morrow and us children got killed. Bone, in. yeah. Uh, no, he did the one. How with the... the H did they release that movie? Right, if that happened nowadays, they'd be like, "All right, we're not gonna, we're not gonna release this." Movie. I think honestly, because it was like such a big movie, like they got all these like big directors to do this thing. I think that was like. Also, in the aftermath, the like Jaws aftermath of like now there are ho- now there are summer blockbusters, uh, but at this point there's only like one summer blockbuster a year. Can you name the four directors uh, for the Twilight Zone the movie? Well, John Landis, Steven Spielberg, Zemeckis. Nope. Uh, then I can't. Joe Dante. <laughs> yes. Yeah. From and George, Gremlins fame. In George Miller. Really? Yeah. Which one did George Miller do? Uh, the one uh, with Terror the, the Goblin, at twenty thousand feet. Nightmare at twenty thousand feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome! That yeah. makes sense. With uh, with John Lithgow as Captain Kirk. Yep. Uh, do you want to play a little bit of trivia? Sure. We uh, just did in a way. Okay. Yeah. So let's get let's continue through his uh, his uh, thing. Uh, after Twilight Zone, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. All right, whatever. He did two episodes of Amazing Stories. Yeah. 
He was. Re- they were trying he to make like that a thing. He was like the executive producer yeah. of that. Yeah. Guess what? Didn't work, asshole. <laughs> Stick to movies is what they said. Stories ain't Stick so amazing. Stick to the silver screen, Spielberg. You silver screen shithead. Yeah. That's what the TV audiences said. If but, I wanted to see a TV show, uh, I'd uh, I'd watch. Uh, I don't know what was uh, Magnum PI. <laughs> yeah, I watch Magnum PI. You idiot. You idiot. Get back to movies, Get. you mook. Uh, so what did he do what, after he said, uh, I'll take your advice, I'll get back to movies? <clears throat> A serious film, Tom. Yes. The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. That was a serious film. Yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, I've seen bits of it on HBO. I, I'm realizing now, I maybe have never seen a full Steven Spielberg yeah. movie. Wow. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? Uh, doofy old Spielberg does after this. What he gets a lot of acclaim for this. Yeah. Like, wow, he's not just about uh soulless blockbusters. Right. He can he can uh, do the the heart wrenching stuff yeah. too. Yeah. He's like, let me go back to amazing stories. <laughs> let me take another crack <laughs> at Steven, it. Steven, you idiot. No, but that makes sense. Amazing stories is his passion. He's like, I gotta get, I gotta get my clout back up. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll do like a, a real award-winning movie, and then right back to amazing stories. And guess what they do? They kick him in the ass, so he has to make another serious movie. Ah. Empire of the Sun, starring Christian Bale, the newsy boy. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen Empire of the Sun. Oh, it, a newsy goes to war. I think. <laughs> Weren't the Newsies in war? Wasn't that what they were they selling papers a, no, about? They, no, they were... Extra, thinking, extra, was, war breaks out. It was a war against the status quo, man. Extra, extra, war breaks out against the status quo. Dance, dance, dance. <laughs> That's... A, yeah, there was a lot of dancing. <laughs> that was dancing. the uh, the newsstand man uh, commanding all the Newsies to dance. Oh. Dance, dance, dance. Tom? Yeah. Uh... Spielberg has cast numerous children to star in his films. And uh, years after... Usually playing uh, a child role. Yeah. Sometimes he'll stack them up in a trench coat and uh, put some makeup on them so they look... Yeah, he'll he'll call up Stan Winston and be like, look, I got a real big problem. Uh, I lost uh, Tom Hanks for this. Uh, This is why I got three kids. Can you uh, come down here and help me with some prosthetics? I'll need some old man makeup, but also some uh, arm extenders. <laughs> and leg Well, no, not leg extenders. No, like he tells them. That's what the middle kid's for. He yeah. goes, no, the leg extenders is fine. We're going to keep the trench coat closed the whole time yeah. as to not give away the illusion. Um, you know what would be a fun idea if you were uh, directing a movie that had an old person uh, character in it? And what's that? Just dress a child up in really old man makeup. Uh, it'd be funny if you did it in like the stage makeup that we would use in like plays as kids where it's just like, uh, some what plays were you in? I was in a lot of, uh, very dark <laughs> plays. Uh, if you like just draw some lines. And it's you like, acted like this was going to be a reference that I'd pick up on right away. And we put some, uh, some, uh, baby powder in their hair. Look, they've got white hair. Yeah, but that's it's far away from the audience. Yeah. Keep the cameras far away so nobody knows. Smart. Make the old person real sick and nobody can go near them. <laughs> Not even the cameras? <laughs> Not even the cameras. That really sells 
Uh, Spielberg yeah. would love something like that. He'd be like, wow, now the audience is just like us. They feel uh, removed from the old man with the deadly disease. This is true. I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. I explained it to uh, little Steven. He'd get it right away. Little Steven doesn't care. He's is he doing Springsteen on on Broadway? Uh, no, it's not Springsteen and the E Street E Street Band on Broadway. No, but he has special guests. Yeah, he's Every... probably, he's busy making the new season of Little Hammer. Tom, I am. When is that show gonna come I'm back? I'm trying right? to go to Steven, uh, not Steven Spielberg, uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. So bad. Yeah, I don't even really like. Say, yeah, I don't like Steven. Oh, God damn it, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. That much. it's confusing, right? It's not confusing. It's just we're supposed to be talking about one man, and we keep talking about these other men for no reason. We're not talking about Bruce Springsteen. That's all you. I know, but there was a reason I was talking about I him, and that's your fault because you did research on the wrong man. I was mostly talking about little Steven's uh, solo career. It started in 1984 uh, when he mm-hmm. left the East Street Band. It featured many songs that reflect his political views. Wow, what were those about? A year later, he brought... <laughs> you don't know what his <laughs> political views are? He brought together okay. many... He was very against apartheid in South Africa. Okay. A year later, he brought together many rock, jazz, pop, and hip-hop stars to record a top 40 hit, Sun City. Like uh, Empire of the Sun is like a, a little wink at everybody who knows what's really going on. After uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, he did Always. Mm-hmm. And then here's where uh, Spielberg hits his stride 1991. Hook, hook, hook. hook. Pan, pan, pan. You remember those commercials for Rufio. the toys? Rufio. Yeah. Hook. Mm-hmm. The movie that... Hooked America. Everybody said sucked at the time. Yeah, but kids but loved then, it. But then like, people our age are like, oh, that they... movie was the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, it wasn't until like, years later that I found out it was panned. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, and I was like... Hook, w- panned again. Right? I was like, What? It had uh, like a. It had my favorite actors, Dustin Hoffman, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins was in it. Yeah, he plays. Oh, uh, the, the, the Captain Shmee. Hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I actually did like Robin Williams. Yeah, I mean these are all Oscar winners. Uh, I guess he played Tinkerbell. Julia Roberts, only the most famous woman in the yeah. world. These are ever, all currently. actors that kids love. Yeah, <laughs> that old lady. The boy from Dick Tracy. Yeah, the boy from Dick Tracy. The girl. The kid. He was kid in Dick Tracy. Yeah. Was what's her face in that? The girl from the movies. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna venture a guess. Yes. Yeah. The girl from the movies. I think Wendy was played by somebody uh, famous too. Um. Wendy Darling. Granny Wendy was played by. uh, Yeah. Maggie Smith. Yeah, I believe there you go. Uh, we better better known as Dame Maggie Smith. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think so. Who was uh Dante ba- Oh, Rufio tried to make like a sequel on yeah. YouTube or something. <laughs> and everybody's like Rufio. It's such a weird thing nowadays that like 
there's like uh, a bunch of, you know, there's like a, a Karate Kid sequel now. I mean, at least that's like uh, sanctioned. Yeah. But it's got, uh, it's Cobra Kai. It's about Cobra, like the guy, you know, the bad guy mm-hmm. and uh, and Ralph Macchio. But uh, it's always weird to I me. I thought it was Ralph Macchio. I thought it was Ralph Macho because he's you knows karate. I thought it was Ralph Mouth. That's somebody else. I thought it was Ralph Mouth because he has a mouth. <laughs> See, Tim, and you. Maybe he bit Beyonce. Maybe. Ralph Mouth. Yeah. First things first, look at anyone with the name with the word <laughs> mouth in their name. Yeah. Um, Most of the people down at the mouth factory. <laughs> <laughs> They're 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 number one of my uh, yeah. God, I, I hope you guys are ahead of schedule this week, Tim, because the police are going to be in to ask a lot of questions, pulling people off the line. Yeah. Um, Nothing new. But, uh, there's a, there's a lot of controversy down at the mouth factory. A lot I can imagine probably a lot there, of questions yeah. about what the hell you guys are even doing down there in the <laughs> well, first place. None of your business. Yeah. Well, tell it to the to the fuzz. Um, yeah. Whenever there's actors. Uh, I, I'm struggling to think of other examples, but who are like, hey, everybody, there's nostalgia for this thing I was in like 20 years ago. Well, guess what? Me, the creative mind behind this is going to make a sequel on YouTube. Yeah. Like how like, you know, how like like Mr. Belding was trying so hard to make <laughs> yeah. like, a, hey, we should get a say by the Bell reunion going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll center around me, Mr. Belding. <laughs> Everyone's favorite character. Yeah. No, like people liked Rufio because he had a cool haircut, uh, and he was He's like really good at skateboarding. And he was like the badass of the group. Yeah, uh, like he was the one that sold the idea of Neverland to us as kids because it was like, oh, that's like a current day cool kid. Yeah. So like, okay, good to see Neverland, even though nobody grows up to yeah. keep up with the times. I could relate to him as a as a cool kid. I was like, this guy's just like me, Rufio. Yeah. He has feathered hair, just like me. Just like me. After that, Tom, a mm-hmm. dino movie, Jurassic Park. Yeah, with Stan Winston making the dinosaurs. That's not all. What else did he make? No, no, no. Uh, that wasn't the last movie that uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg made. It wasn't. No. He went on that very same year. Mm-hmm. Schindler's List was uh, was released. Yeah, um, he didn't take a paycheck for that movie. He took no money for it, mm-hmm. and he said to take that money to profit off the Holocaust would be taking blood money. Well, did he like donate the money, or did he just be like, no? I think the studio. Uh, I can think take some. It. Yeah, I think some proceeds went to it. Okay. But also, like. <laughs> I you was going to say, say, like, they were still charging for tickets at the theater, Stephen. Here's what I'm saying about Steven Spielberg saying it's blood money. Mm-hmm. It's one thing not to take the thing, but then, like, everyone on the crew that, like, isn't a big rich guy, like yeah. uh, Steven Spielberg. They're blood money. Yeah, it's like, you could have just said, like, look, I'm not going to take this money. I don't need this money. Right. But, like, instead he's like, it's dirty money. Then don't make the fucking movie. I don't know. Sorry. But you, you think, know what I mean. Uh, every... Just don't call it blood money when, like, I don't know, like the 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 key grip was like, well, I guess I have to take this blood money to feed my family. Yeah, I was going to say. was blood money. You didn't mention that during the goddamn production. You think on Fridays when he was walking walking around the set, hanging, uh, handing out checks, he was like, "Well, here's your check for this week." I I mean, I guess if you want it. <laughs> I mean, who? I don't know how you'd sleep with yourself, but no, here you go. Well, nobody sleeps with themselves, Tom. 
I had you're a clone, a How perverted clone. <laughs> Which brings us to his next movie. Uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park. No, no, I want to say Those one more thing about Schindler's clones List. You know of what he did? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Wow, those are perverted clones. Yeah. Um, all right, so he dropped out of, of science. He dropped out of film school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wanted to get his. This is this is like the shittiest rich guy thing to do ever. But it's kind of it's kind of funny. Um, and so he re-enrolled yeah. in film school. Mm-hmm. Um, and submitted like term papers and stuff. Yeah. Under pseudonyms to get like grades. Stephen Van Zant, yeah. Maybe. Um and then <laughs> well, they probably still gave him an A because they were like, man, I love the E Street band. His final project that he had to do to like graduate, he submitted Schindler's list. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> that's worse than taking the money. Yeah, that's probably why he didn't <laughs> take the money, because he, he was like, like I got a degree out of it. Yeah. Well, it was probably a like uh like, oh, uh, if I take money, then I won't be able to submit this to uh, college as, like, you know, uh, a thing I made on my own. Yeah. Uh, after the lost <laughs> was he rump. Was it an undergrad degree? Was he, like, in class with a bunch of 18-year-olds? I don't year think olds? he even went to class. Yeah. They probably would have just given him a degree. Yeah, they would have been like, obviously, you know what you're talking about here. Or also, like, it's 1993. You're worth... $3.5 billion at this point. Yeah. Um, maybe you don't need a college degree. No. It's fine. He dropped out of college to go work, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was thrown out in disgrace and he had something to prove. Amistad came next. Mm-hmm. Um, he claimed uh, he didn't give it enough heart and made it too much like a history lesson. Mm-hmm. I would argue probably he wasn't the guy to make that movie. Yeah. Uh, then he made Saving Private Ryan, $70 million. Amistad uh, got uh, flack for being too long. Too? I don't know. I think something like that. Yeah. I remember there were a lot of reviews where they were like, this is good, but it's not. Yeah. I like, think everybody at that For point, like a serious Steven Spielberg movie, it's not uh, up to snuff with his other stuff. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we say in the bids, uh, that was a seventy million dollar picture right there. Yeah. Guess how much that opening sequence cost? Sixty million. Twelve million dollars. Oh, this is okay. less than sixty. That sounds. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have given you the opportunity. I mean, that makes sense. Twelve million. I mean, it's pretty long, and obviously that, costs a lot of money. It. I thought I'd be like this. It is. Barf. Yeah, there are guys Gross, like I'm taking up their arms, now. and then bullets going. Bop, 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 bop. He didn't storyboard it. He just went with it. Well, that seems like uh, they actually shot all those men. Wow! Not uh, Matt Damon. They they got him at the end, and they morphed. He morphs, I didn't see it. He morphs into an old man at the end. Really? T one thousand style. Played by a baby, hopefully. Played by a baby. Yeah, an old man played by a baby in stage uh, oh, makeup. No, it's a thing a we young... talked about fucking five minutes talk... ago. It's not a baby, like a young, right. a young boy. Whatever. Um, he was played by three old men in a long trench coat. AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah, that, that was like Stanley a Kubrick. Kubrick's, movie, like he took over. A Kubrick jam. Uh, the Minority Report, Tom. Mm-hmm. Do you know this? It was originally written. It was originally intended as a sequel to Total Recall. Oh, yeah, because it's uh, Philip K. Dick. Watch your language. (laughs) Uh, 
Catch Me If You Can, I think, is the best Steven Spielberg movie. It's very, it's definitely like the most rewatchable. They have seen that movie a thousand times. I saw it once and I liked it. Uh, I've I se- should watch it again. I, I'd love it. You know, uh, watch it again if you can. Uh, I've ne- that's another movie that I've seen it a thousand times. I don't think I've ever seen it like front to back. Like you should see movies in the theater, Tom, because they <laughs> play. Like, you get there on time, <laughs> they play them front to back. You sit there, you enjoy it. On my like twentieth viewing, I saw like the first ten minutes that I thought the movie started later than it did. The terminal. Tom Hanks walking around. I think nobody liked it. Uh, War of the Worlds. T- uh, Tom Cruise running around. I don't think anybody liked it. No. Um, I thought War of the Worlds was a little scary for me, so I didn't see it. Uh, Munich. Uh, Eric Bana mm-hmm. uh, getting revenge, and yeah. uh, it it carved out his soul or something. I don't know. That was a pretty good movie. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Ball or something. The best of the series. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin. The War Horse, Lincoln, nobody's ever heard of these movies. Um, his best movie, I really think his best movie actually was Bridge of Spies. I still haven't seen it. And he keeps telling me to watch it. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. Mark Ryland. Yeah. yeah. And guess who else? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is back. Yeah. Being a, now he, he makes a bridge to get to the spies. The spies are on an island. The bridge exists. But the spies are only convened there, like at certain points. Hmm. On the bridge? Or yeah, on the, the island? bridge is made of like stone. Made of spies? No, no. Oh. It sounds like it's made of spies, yeah. right? No. It's made of like stone and concrete or okay. whatever. But the spies. <laughs> Do you not know what bridges are made out of? I don't know how old this particular bridge uh, is. Sure. Um, well, you said you like the movie. I'm sure yeah. they go into it. What's that? I'm sure they get in, they go into how it. the bridge is made. Yeah. No, no, they just they made it clear this isn't a bridge made of spies. It's made of regular stuff. The spies go, <laughs> but there they don't sometimes. get into what the regular stuff is. No, because they, they assume, assume the viewer knows, or like, or you don't care. The sh- the the all you need to know is the bridge is just a location. Yeah. I mean, who would care once you know it's not actually made of spies? I would have gotten up out of the theater and walked out. Yeah, well, a lot of people did, Tom. But you're rewarded if you stick around because like the spies go At the there. And they make a bridge of spies. No, they don't even. Damn it. Now I give it away to everybody. We'll edit that part out. Okay. Uh, the BFG. The big uh, fucking gun. Come on, man. That's from Doom. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, the big friendly giant. Played by Mark Ryland. No, it is played by a computer. What? Mark Ryland played the B- the the BFG? Marika tells me that's not true. Oh, fuck. All right, we got it's Mark Rylance. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you screwed that up. You screwed up. Uh, why didn't Steven, you? Co- why did you correct Van's me an hands. hour ago? Uh, Marika, ah, this is the worst of both worlds. Yeah, you're bad at names this episode, huh? <sighs> you know your ass from your elbow. Steven Spielberg invented pizza. What? Yeah. I don't think that's. That's true. what it says here. And he produced the Animaniacs. That's true. He he was in the Animaniacs sometimes. He produced Tiny Toon Adventures as yeah, well. I know, but Animaniacs was better. No, I was never that into Animaniacs. Well, you're an too, idiot, Tom. No, you don't know anything, idiot. It was too zany for me sometimes. I like Tiny Toons better. Slower pace. Take it easy. Relax. 
I'm just very upset. Um, that's all. The Steven that's all Spielberg he's done. Movies. That's it. Yeah. And Ready Player One. Yeah, I don't think they've. That's not actually going to come out. They canceled it today. They so. canceled yeah. it. But they spent a fortune licensing all those characters. Yeah, but they said like, guess what? What's the point? Do you think he did Ready Player One just to prove like, hey, I can still like crank out a like summer blockbuster type thing? No, or not like crank out, just like like I still got it, baby. No, because that's what a lot of people are saying. They're like, he, hey, he still got it, baby. I don't think Steven Spielberg has anything to prove. Tell that to his college professors. <laughs> what do you mean? That was 1993. Yeah, you think he's grown up a lot it's since? Twenty five years since then, Tom. Yeah, he he might still be uh, immature. He doesn't have the band to play in anymore. He's, you know, his, his old partner's like, no, I'm going to Broadway. I don't need you. I'm just going to do these shows by myself. He's got something to prove. Tom. Mm-hmm. So angry right now. <laughs> uh, I'm angry at you. I'm angry with myself. I'm angry <laughs> at Marika for pointing out that I've been saying the wrong name this whole time. Yeah. Um. Uh. Are you gonna see Ready Player One? Um, I don't know, is that what I already asked? No, I don't know. I don't listen to you much. <laughs> doesn't seem like the kind of movie I'd see now. Uh, I mean, it's getting good reviews. People say it's good. Okay. People say like, People oh, say every- a lot of things are good. Guess who doesn't think most things are good? Me. A guy with very a guy who doesn't even know the names of people and things. I know it's true. Look, maybe I should go see Ready Player One. Yeah. Are you asking me to take you? I'm implying that I'd like you to. Okay. You can be my player, too. I'm going to... Yeah, I get it. When we go to the ticket booth, I'm going to say, two tickets for two players, please. (laughs) Are you going to wear your VR headset in the theater? (laughs) Yeah, well, I probably won't be able to walk up to the the booth wearing it because I'll trip on things, but I'll, like, have it perched on my head, and then I'll put it put the visor down right before I order the tickets. Nice. And I trust that like once I do that, if I'm not facing the right way, if I'm not facing the ticket man, turn me a little that's bit. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. I'm I'll start over. Uh two tickets for two and then you'll tap Excuse oh, okay. me, sir. Yeah. There's, uh yes, two tickets for two players, please. Yeah. But then you'll probably get tickets to the wrong movie. <laughs> For Ready Player One. There you go. For these two players. Beam me up, Scotty. Hey, let's go inside the Matrix. Let's. And he's like, I'm loving all these references. We're all going to love this movie. Yeah. Hey. Have it your way right away. (laughs) Yeah. Two all beef patties. Special sauce. Uh. Before I put my visor down, I may quickly double check with the ticket band that Chappie is going to be in this movie. Chappie, of course, is in this movie, right? He's got to be in it. They got all the big franchises. I mean, the one thing that it seems like they're really uh, leaning on in mm. the in the uh, commercials mm. is that freaking uh, the Iron Giant is everywhere. Yeah, it's like Iron Giant, like. I'm the only person I know that liked that movie, like, or that saw that movie. You and Vincent Diesel, the Iron Giant himself. Yeah, is Vincent Diesel in this movie? Uh, well, if Iron Giant says anything, presumably... Uh, 
Look, I'm not it. one of these guys that's like, nah, you can't use the characters from my childhood or or yeah. whatever. But uh, come on, the the Iron Giant was an anti-war film, and they then they're just like, yeah, go yeah, watch man. the Iron Giant fucking kill everybody. Yeah, Bruce. go watch him kill the Battle Toads. <laughs> Are the battle toads in there? The battle toads are in there. So Steven Spielberg is just like, I don't know what all this is, but load <laughs> them up, right? Yeah, there's definitely like one day where he just went to the post effects house. He was like, This is my son. He's gonna <laughs> sit in. Uh just pretend he's me. He's gonna tell you, you know, who you should put in this. Yeah. Okay. Well I'm, yeah, I'll see it. Good. Cause Harry bought us two tickets. For two players. <laughs> what? The, the whole plan is shot. You already bought them? No, we have to buy more tickets. Well, like I said... Oh, I, God damn it. Well, at the very least, I want to go up there and make sure Chappie's in it before... The whole plan. Before uh, I sit through two hours and you know, desperately looking for Chappie's. not even in the goddamn thing. I'll make it's sure Chappie's too many in this times. Well, I'm just hoping this will be the first time the men at the ticket booth don't laugh at me when I ask if Chappie's in this movie. <laughs> If you like the show, you can check out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me, uh, your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, you can check out tcgte.com slash Amazon for our Amazon affiliate link where you're spending goes in our pocket. Not all of it. Some of it goes to the products you buy, but some of it goes to us. Also, tcgt.com slash pledge, where you can join our Patreon and get fun weekly mini episodes and other cool things like hangouts and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's all the stuff, man. Tom, you're not going to believe this. What? I uh, found a bootleg of uh, Ready Player One. We can watch it right now. Uh, I don't think I want to watch it on like a, a phone. What if we uh, uh, put on VR headsets? And oh, then on I, that's the way that it's meant to be seen. Let's start it. Let's see what this puppy's like. Oh shit! Yeah, I knew it. See, he's telling everyone. Sure, that'd be great for our uh, host and everything. What do you mean? Uh, The host, uh, me. The host. Yeah, and me. We love this song. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. All right, enough. What? We're all listening to it. And the show. <laughs> <laughs>